The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Welcome to the first episode of 2021 for Men Podcast and Padley. This is a podcast about old and forgotten games that we've played and then talk about them. We play games that we've chosen to play, we play games that we've chosen for each other to play, and we've played games that you, the listeners, have chosen for us to play. This week, the games that we have been playing are games that Skets chose for us to play over the festive period after our amazing diehard performance on the NES stroke PlayStation. <laughs> your, your amazing performance. Awkward. Uh, hey, Skets. Hey, Cookie. Happy New Year, boys. How you doing? All right? Happy yeah, New Year, year mate. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I, uh, yeah, doing all right. Doing all right. How was your festive yeah. periods? Christmas all good, considering? Really nice, actually. Yeah, we didn't didn't go anywhere. Just stayed home with the kids. Soren absolutely loved it. It was just, it was his first year knowing actually what's happening, you know, so he knows who Santa Claus is now. So ah, yeah, awesome. We, we did the footprints out <laughs> of flour leading into the front room. We left <laughs> we left milk and cookies and everything and carrots for the ah, first time. Yeah, it was wicked. good. Really nice. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. How about you, Cookie? Good Christmas, mate. Yeah, it was all good. Um um, pretty of a bit of a quiet one really considering obviously the year that we've had like you know so um, I went and saw Chloe in the morning and then it was just uh, I waited for her to come <laughs> back to me in the afternoon so I I had a Christmas nap <laughs> oh, <fair one>. uh, <laughs> which was awesome. nice what about you? Uh, I spent Christmas with the uh, brother sister-in-law and my mother and my little niece um, and my brother-in-law so yeah it was our, our little Christmas bubble so it was, it was nice, thanks guys. Yeah, it was really good. Had a few drinks, ate a lot of food, done a bit of napping. You know the standard Christmas stuff. But um, we we do a secret Santa every year. So every year, my sister in law around about October time, she'd be like, "Right, are we doing secret Santa again?" And everyone's like, "Yeah, let's do secret Santa because it takes that pressure off of having to buy presents for everyone." So we only do it for one person. We put a limit of twenty quid, I think it is. So this year. We done the Secret Santa, and I got drawn my sister-in-law. Now, for those of you who don't know, my sister-in-law is a hairdresser, okay? And quite a good one at that. We then put in the uh, WhatsApp group what sort of presents we'd like, just to try and give each other, like, hints and tips and clues just to help out anyone who's struggling. So, like, it gets, like, November, and, and Jess is like, ah, oh, let's put some clues out there. So she, she goes, and she, for herself, she's like, oh, I really like these hairdressing products. I could not think of anything worse than having to buy a hairdresser hairdressing products. It was yeah. absolute torture. <laughs> it was like, for fuck. Like, talk about trying to take the pressure off of Christmas doing a secret Santa. And then she goes and does that to me. I couldn't believe it. But I nailed it, boys. I uh, done a little bit of investigation work and just messaged their mate who was in Mexico. And I was like, 
yo, Hans, help me out. <laughs> Jess wants this. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> so then Hans started messaging her saying, yeah, look, her boyfriend's mum's got this sort of hair. Basically describing Jess's hair to Jess. And um, like Jess come back with what products would be good for that hair. And lo and behold, I got those products. Head and shoulders. Head and shoulders, mate. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. I wish it was that easy. <laughs> but yeah. That would have been my go-to. Hey, you, you just reminded me. She she had you for the Secret Santa last year, didn't she? And she, she was did. messaging me, asking what to get you. What did she get you in the end? Do you remember? I can't remember. Can't yeah. remember, man. No, I can't remember. <laughs> was a year ago. <laughs> she was asking about dice for D&D. And um, she was asking, like, if you've already got any or whatever. And I, and I said, you can never have enough dice. You know, <laughs> you always want more dice. So I don't know if she got them for you in the end. I honestly can't remember, mate, what she got me. Uh, fair I haven't enough. got a clue. I haven't got a clue. So then, boys, what you got for New Year's Eve? Well, uh, mine was the most least exciting of ever, really. So Chloe was going to stay with me, but she ended up staying with her mum. So I was like, fair enough then. So I've got a New Year's to myself. I thought, right then, I'll get a selection of snacks and everything ready. I'll sit there, you know, watch football, TV, all sorts, have a bit of a game. Yeah, so it come to about 7 o'clock and I was messaging my friend who was saying that also he was pretty tired from the obviously the year that we've had. Come about half eight, I don't remember nothing. Woke up about 8 o'clock in the morning, missed completely everything. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> but I woke up feeling very refreshed. <laughs> so, yeah, very boring on my part, but, you know... Sold it. That was the type of year that we've had, really, wasn't it? So I just slept through the rest of it. Fair play to you, mate. Fair. Well, mate, it's just another day, isn't it? Well, that's my take on it anyway. I don't want to be a party <laughs> pooper. But, um, but yeah, that's my take on it. How about you, Skets? We, um, you the match, mate? Yeah, we had a really interesting night, actually. The opposite of Cookie. <laughs> so we wanted to do something different for it. Uh, and I thought about doing, uh, doing a, an online escape room. A lot of people have have like set up their rooms now so they can you basically zoom call them and they go around the room and you tell them what to do but i i listen to podcasts and everything they can be a bit hit or miss so we ended up getting this um this tabletop it wasn't really an escape room game but it was a tabletop puzzle game from the netherlands called witchery spell i think it was and um oh, it was so cool so the story is like these these five girls did a, a witch which is spell when they were like 11. And now, 12 years later, one of them turned 23 and has gone missing. And you've got to try and work out and reverse the spell because the other thing they're going to go missing is really cool. But And, and the, the box, you, you open up the box and it's got all straw in it and it's got loads of little cool items that you can open up and have a look at. It was really good. It took us about three hours in the end, three and a half hours to get through it. But it was so cool. Like You had to go onto websites and enter passwords in that you work out from the game it's very cool that sounds pretty awesome man i really wish i was there that would be like really cool to play i'm glad i went to sleep <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> joking mate <laughs> also i'd like to point out actually to you two thank you very much for uh, we're doing this podcast earlier this week we are because um, i have my little girl with me today like you know so i want to thank you both for uh 
rearranging your schedule. <laughs> no, no, that's all right, mate. Like, I had to completely like re <laughs> reorganize Sunday. I messaged the Premier League and asked if they could change like the football kickoff times, but they said no. So like, <laughs> we're just running with it, mate. We're just running with it. But, but <laughs> no, no, it's all good, right cookie. Huh? My team hasn't played all bloody oh. Christmas. Nah, no, you're not. It's not playing, but it's Super Sunday, isn't it? And the big games at half past four. So, yeah, who's Chelsea, playing? Man City. Oh, really, I really hate Man City. I do <laughs> apologise, Skets. I know, but I really don't like. Well, them. I, I kind of don't like them either, mate. This, uh... <laughs> yeah, I I know Chelsea used to have the money, but Man City have more now. So now my hatred's gone from Chelsea to Man City. That's kind of how it works, like you know. Now I'll wait till another club gets to a, a richer owner. That's how it works, yeah, right, like, yeah. you know. Unless my club gets bought by someone, but I highly doubt someone was a boy. <laughs> Kelly Kelly has put both Soren and Nova in their football shirts for today because of the poor football. kids. Oh, uh, poor kids. The other day we uh, we were getting Soren ready for bed and we had to put his pajamas on. We took his football shirt off and about twenty minutes later he was crying saying he, he was saying, I want my football manager's shirt back. I, I want to be a football manager again. Ah, <laughs> oh, <I> love him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will admit, I have bought Chloe an Ipswich shirt and she loves wearing it, in all fairness, actually. I'm just going to have to buy Traffy United top. <laughs> oh. But she does tell me, though, she goes, Daddy, you did force me to support Ipswich. I was like, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you had no choice. Ah, that's brilliant. Ah, that's awesome. But yeah, and that worries Cookie Man. Like, here to help as much as possible, you know? Did we ask you what you did? What, for my New Year's? Yeah. No. no, we didn't ask no, you. That, that's the joys of being the host. You see, you don't yeah. really have to answer any questions. You just yeah. get to ask the questions. But no, like I, <laughs> I, I had a quiet New Year's. It was, uh, yeah, it was for me. It was like any other evening, to be honest. Just sat home, had a few drinks, cracked open a bottle of bourbon, a bottle of Makers, and just drank the New Year's in. And then went to sleep and woke Ooh. up in the morning, regretting last night's decisions. And, <laughs> Just carried on. So, yeah. No, it, no, it was good. Cheers, boys. <laughs> Sounds perfect. It was good. It was good. Did you watch any Cobra Kai? Well, it's funny <gasps> you should say that. So, <laughs> this week, boys, I'm going to be honest. I've let the podcast down a little bit. Well, I say a little bit, like massively, because the whole idea of the podcast is to play games and then talk <laughs> about the fucking things. So, I haven't played my game this week or this last fortnight. I put my hands up and I haven't played it. As some of you may know out there, and I know that Skets and Cookie do, I, I'm suffering, or I have suffered this last year, or 2020, with some depression and anxiety issues, which I'd like to say, people, that I'm coming off of my antidepressants, but one of the side effects of coming off of antidepressants is that they actually can have a tendency to make you feel like you're depressed again, which is really strange for something that's supposed to be anti-something but then it's actually pro for it when you're coming off the fucking thing so yeah try and work that one out um so yeah this last week i've been suffering with a bit of anxiety boys i start my new job on monday well tomorrow and i think that's just been playing on my mind and i haven't been on the pc at all this week chaps so um but the positives that come out of anxiety for Jacobs is that he spends a lot of time watching Netflix because he can't be fucked to do anything else. Um, <laughs> I just lie on the sofa and I'm just like, I'm just going to watch Netflix until six o'clock in the morning. So, Cobra Kai, I hear you say. Yeah. Whoa! 
So I started watching Cobra Kai, like, I don't know when it came out on Netflix. Was it earlier on in 2020? Like, Probably, I'd say about June-ish, I would say. It was, like I was going yeah, to punt at June. About midway through the year. I'm not Something certain. like that, wasn't it? Oh, I can't So remember. I stuck it on. I watched the first episode and I thought, this is absolute wank. So I turned <laughs> it off. I, I know, Cookie. I know. I know. I know. I know. So I watched it and I, I don't know why. I just didn't enjoy it. So since then, speaking to people, i.e. Skets, Cookie, I think Cookie mentioned it as well. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure. And amongst other people, they told me to watch Cobra Kai. So boys... It got to about 10 o'clock the other night, and I was like, I've got nothing to watch. I'm going to stick on Cobra Kai. So I started from episode one. By six o'clock in the morning, boys, I'd done season one and season two. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah. And uh, I actually finished season three yesterday. Did you? Was it yesterday? Oh. oh, I haven't. So, yeah, I, 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 I won't talk I'm about it. I'm doing an episode of day. About it. But, yeah, no, so I sat down and done season three in just, like, one good chunk. So I've gone yeah. from not watching it and enjoying it to absolutely loving it within the period of about 48 hours. Nice. But, <laughs> oh, it's incredible. Yeah, I'm in a bit of a pickle, I am, actually, because um, I've been watching Vikings as well. I've been watching that since the yeah. beginning. And they've only just put the last season out. I know it's a bit iffy. I think the first season sucked quite badly, I think. But ever since the second, second season onwards, it got really good. So the last season has just come out now, same time as Cobra Kai. And I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> so I've, um, I'm sort of trying to like alternate between Vikings, one episode, Cobra Kai, <laughs> and sort of doing it that way. So I will try and get through it while playing Demon Souls at the same time, actually. Yeah. Trying to get through that bastard game. Nice. I said, I, I finished Assassin's Creed Valhalla finally now, though. That took a hundred hours, but we got there. Jesus. Nicely done, mate. Nicely done. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't watched Vikings for a little while. I absolutely loved it. Kelly really enjoyed it when we were watching it, but it's getting her to yeah. watch it, to watch it in the first place. Like whenever, we, whenever it's suggested, she's all like, nah, I'm not really sure. But then as soon as it's on, she's like, yes, I love this. We need to watch more. Um, so well, we, <laughs> I love it. I do. I think Vikings I is can amazing. relate yeah. to that Kelly situation though, because I had that with Ozark. You boys watched Ozarks, right? No. No. What? Okay, so this no? is like a what Cobra Kai Jacobs moment, but on reverse now. <laughs> I can't believe you've not watched this. Right, I'm not going to talk about it at all, but go and watch it. It's on Netflix. Okay. It's absolutely incredible. Cool. Um, and there'll be I'm waiting for, a um, lot of listeners who agree with me as well. Snowpiercer, actually, is the one that Coxie uh, gets yeah, told, told me about. about that as well. you, Need to watch that. I watched the first season. That was great. I'm waiting for the second one, though. Can't wait for that. But where was I going with this? So yeah, so Ozarks was exactly the same for me as what Kelly's like with Vikings. It was like, uh, can I be bothered to watch it? The second you stick it on, like it was another one where I just done like back to back episodes. It's like, ah oh, fuck, I forgot how good this was, sort of thing. But my take on Vikings, bipolar opposite. It sounds sci-fi. What, I, I don't know anything about it. Um, oh, what's the dude's name? Uh, right, so I can give you the quick thing, which it says on Wikipedia. Ozark is an American crime drama streaming television series created by Dill, Bill, whoever. The series stars Jason Bateman and Laura Linney as a married couple who relocate their family to the Ozarks for money laundering. And that's all I give you. It is absolutely okay. incredible. So worth a watch. Yeah, I'm just about to Google it. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, is, it is a Netflix. I did read it as Netflix. Yeah, for Netflix. Yeah, so... Get it on Netflix. It's oh, it's incredible. So good. Like you'll watch like the first. It takes like one or two episodes to get into it, but once you're into it, like it'll have you hooked. It's really good. 
But coming back awesome. to Vikings, Cookie, I was like opposite to you. I really enjoyed season one. Started watching season two because that's the bit where they go over to England, over to England, and it's season two. Uh, I believe yeah, I think. so. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't fucking remember. Oh, well, I think I it think is. It might have, I can't remember. I think that's when yeah. they ventured over there, and then like once they started doing that, that's where I lost interest with Vikings and just what Vikings did that. They come to win. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I just enjoyed like watching them like be all like Viking, like at their home camp and just like smack me. You won't like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, then. You mean the first like hour of it is Norway and the rest of it's yeah. England. <laughs> that, I, it's not, I love England. I live in England. It's not the fact that I dislike England. <laughs> I just... <laughs> yeah, how dare you? <laughs> Brexit means Brexit. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I just didn't enjoy like how they portrayed it. So I just found it boring, to be honest. It just wasn't to my liking. But there we go. That's my take on Vikings. It's good. I, I want to finish it. But Kelly doesn't want to. <laughs> no, we'll get there eventually. We'll get there. So I, I got one last thing to talk. Ah, well, before I talk about my thing. So, Skets. Hello. My year in Mensa. What's all this about? Oh, it was just a podcast that I've listened to recently. It's only um, four episodes. I think I, I saw people talking about it on uh, on Reddit. And uh, it's quite interesting. Like So... so do either of you know much about Mensa? Is that a place? <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was an organisation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for uh, highly intelligent people. Yeah, but they're all fucking assholes. Oh, somewhere <laughs> I won't go. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie, me and you go to Densa, mate. It's fine. Densa, <laughs> <Yeah. hey. laughs> that yeah. does <laughs> require <laughs> the drum. <laughs> you actually put it in this episode. <laughs> But um, yeah, do you know? I, I don't know. Is it? I I did. I could. I probably could have got into Mensa if um, if I tried. Why does that I not did, surprise did, me? <laughs> I I did like a mock test that was on their website, and it was um twenty questions, and I got nineteen of them correct, and and it came up that you probably highly likely to get in. So um, so this was back when I thought IQs were important. Yeah, um, but. It's a crock of shit. You know, I'm not... I think I, I was a bit um, self-absorbed at the time. I don't know. But... Um, Skets, can I just quickly butt in? For, like, the OCD people and stuff, I don't know, like, there's got to be listeners out there who are like me. Can you just tell me what Mensa stands for? Because I'm going to be listening to you the entire section, and it's going to be like, what does Mensa actually stand Is it, like... I don't know. Is it an abbreviated title, or is the organisation actually just called Mensa? It probably says in the podcast at some point, but I don't okay. know. I actually don't know. We have to Google it. <laughs> Googling. No, I think it's just Mensa. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That puts my sort of, my brain to rest. Yeah. I know it was started in the 60s. <laughs> Sleep in easy tonight. It was, mate. On October the 1st, 1946 in Oxford. Oh, it's the 60s. 40s then. Huh? Yeah. Cool. Uh, but, um, yeah. yeah sorry. Just, uh, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah. That's so. <laughs> all right. No worries. Yeah, I took the test and thought, yes, I'm massively intelligent. I could get in. So I did a bit of research on it, and uh, and I realised it's it's just a club. It's just a social club for people who are a bit. Hang on, yeah. So it's just a social club for people for highly intelligent people who struggle to fit in with the rest of society. And at the time, I was like, no, that's not me. But I'm starting to think that might be me now. I struggle <laughs> <laughs> when I when I said that I can be a bit socially awkward now. Now. 
that was that this was back when I used to go out drinking all the time and I you know I could speak to like 50 people out in town that I knew so <laughs> but now I, I'm a bit more socially you might be onto something here mate so why don't you contact Mensa and see if you can start up your own set of barbers Therefore, you would never, ever feel awkward about going to get your hair cut again. Because yeah. you go in there and it'd be some highly intelligent hairdresser guy or girl. And you'd just be like, ah, oh, Mensa dude or dudette, how's it going? Just stroll on in, yeah. get your hair cut, talk about equations and stuff. It'll all be good. Yeah. <laughs> Does Mensa have like branches or is it just like one place you go to? Um, I mean, there's like the secret Facebook groups. There's... Um... It's a bit. It's a. <laughs> what everyone knows it's about. It's a bit like a cult, I would say. From 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 the sounds of it, you know, it's it's just you have to sacrifice stuff. No. C- can I can <laughs> I quickly read the membership requirement on Wikipedia? Go on then. Go on. You've got to take a test once. You only get one chance, don't you? Mensa's requirement for membership is a score at or above the ninety ninety eighth percentile on certain standardized IQ or other approved intelligence tests, such as the Stanford Bennett Intelligence Scales. The minimum accepted score on the Stanford Bennett one is 132, while for Cattell is 148. Most IQ tests are designed to yield a mean score of 100, with a standard deviation of 15. The 98th percentile score under those conditions is 131. Now, isn't like the average IQ like between 80 and 100 or something? I don't know what the average is. I know. I think it's um, something. Over 140, like you, you're meant to be classed as a genius if it's over 140. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I, I, it, no, it's, it's bullshit. Like, so <laughs> the last IQ test I did was probably maybe 10 years ago. I think I got 152, I think it was, something like that. But it was, it's bullshit. You know, it's, it doesn't make me any more intelligent. It just makes me good at logic quizzes. But I mean, obviously back then, you know, I was putting on Facebook saying, Oh, look how intelligent I am. Cause I've got a massive IQ. And then there's one person who put me in my place, really. He, he didn't really say much. It was my cousin, Dave Hill. I know he used to listen to this, but, um, I don't know if he does anymore. But yeah, he's, he's one person whose views on that kind of thing. I really, I really, what's the right word? cherish and he basically laughed at me and 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 that sort of put me in my place he didn't say much he just laughed at me <laughs> so i was like okay maybe iqs aren't really such a big deal <laughs> um, and and they aren't you know like i said it it didn't make me any better than anybody else it didn't make me any more intelligent you know you go and do a quiz a general knowledge quiz i'd be shit at it <laughs> it's just i was good at logic puzzles logic quizzes i suppose it's just it's part of your personality, though, isn't it? It's I think by doing an an IQ test and identifying that you have an I, high IQ, it goes hand in hand with what you said that it's known that people with a higher high IQ find it more difficult with certain standard like communications and stuff with just normal people. So, like joking yeah. aside, the thing with your barbers that is. It goes hand in hand with the fact that you got a high IQ that, you, that your brain's sinking on a on a different level to others. Now, just because it's sinking on a different level doesn't mean that it makes you any, like you said, clever in any other way, shape, or form. It's just yeah. that when it comes to logic, you you think you look at things a lot more logical. And I think me and Cookie could probably back that up in the way that you you look at stuff on the podcast as well. 
and you're a lot more sort of refined with stuff. Whereas I think if you, for example, if you were to allow me and Cookie to edit this podcast, <laughs> shit the bed, I think you'd have a head fit. Like, shit the bed. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think, it, especially if you let me edit the podcast, I'm like, yeah, I can let that slip. I can let that slip. Whereas you... I would just leave it. I would just literally <laughs> unedit it and just send it out. Any bits where we've said edit, like, <laughs> take those bits out. Anything else? Yeah, just roll with it. It'll be fine. Um, we so. might actually have some <laughs> listeners if, if you did. <laughs> <laughs> you're the problem yeah, maybe. <laughs> but yeah man like no that's awesome though that's... but yeah i mean so yeah going back to what what the podcast was it was a, it was a woman who she was like a, a journalist she wrote some articles about it and she she took the mental test as a joke yeah um and then she got in so she like, joined the secret facebook group and it's a shit show it sounds like it's like they're all because they're all socially awkward. They all act really childish and think they can do whatever they want online. It's not as much of a comedy as I thought it would be. It is quite interesting and quite funny in some places. Sounds like a whole bunch of Sheldons. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but yeah, it was interesting. Like she was getting death threats, and then like everybody was basically saying well, he meant it as a joke, <laughs> sort of thing. And it's like, well, how was I supposed to see it as a joke? And yeah, it was bullshit. It sounds like I, I'm going to look into it more. She played a clip of another guy who was pretty much trolling them. She was just there to find out more about it. She was in, so she might as well go to these like five day weekend parties or whatever they had. But this guy, he turns up to one of their one of their parties, and they're like, "You're not on the list." And he said, "I got 400 IQ. I'm in Super Mensa. Can you let me into this?" <laughs> So I want to find out him. It sounds like Borat just trolling Mensa <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> I, I'm actually finding this really interesting. Like, it'd be cool if you went off and found out some more stuff and we talk about this in a later podcast, I think. Like, revisit yeah. Mensa down the line. Because it's actually yeah. quite interesting. The fact that I would like to take an IQ test. I've done one. I've done one like two months ago and it come back at 131, which... In all honesty, I don't think that's too bad in terms of like the IQ world. Um, Which is dumb. Which is the like the equivalent let, let, of dumb let, then? Let so I've just got to beat IQ that scale quickly. And um, um, so the IQ scores of most people are represented in the middle of the bell between eighty-five and one hundred and fifteen. Overall, the ninety-eight percent of people have a score below one hundred and thirty. If you're among the two percent with the higher score, you're an outlier. Basically, a high a high IQ means your score is higher than most of the people in your peer group. So yeah, so Cookie, you'd be looking to get between eighty five and one hundred and fifteen. So I wasn't that far off when I said between eighty and eighty five to yeah. beat. Then didn't it? <laughs> eighty five to beat. You got this, boy. You got this. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to give it a go. Like, and we'll um, we'll see you on the next pod. Yeah, there you then. go. A score above one hundred and forty, awesome. like Coxie said. Meanwhile, is considered to be genius level. So yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I feel so left out here. So yeah, boy. So on the back of this Mensa chat, I propose that we all take an IQ test. Let's see who's the most mentally retarded out of the three of us. It <laughs> 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 have to be the same one. Obviously. I am so up for uh, this. Somebody has somebody have to find one and send it to the other two people. Can't just 
I, I will take that as my different I, tests. I'll, I'll take that as my punishment for not actually playing my game this last fortnight. Yeah, I'll actually put extra effort in to go and find an IQ test that the three of us can. I do. I think we should do a live pod, like a live Facebook IQ test. <laughs> So there's no cheating going on. <laughs> it's very hard to cheat in these things, though, because they're logic puzzles. So yeah, yeah. Oh, oh I hate so puzzles. Yeah. Number sequences <laughs> and like which matchstick do you remove to make three triangles when you've only got one triangle? And yeah, that's sort of that's the. Where's that going to get me in life? I mean, I'm not going to go in a room one day and go, oh god, I can't get out of here unless I move a few matchsticks to make a triangle which unlocks the so door. So what happens if you go to an escape room one day and then, like, to get the final key, it's actually hidden underneath a triangle puzzle where you got to make three triangles out of one triangle, and you'll be like, oh shit, you know where this would have come in handy if only I'd taken that IQ test and got it right. Phone skets. You phone skets. Phone a friend. Paid <laughs> 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 the brother off. <laughs> why, why didn't you invite there. me to the escape room you prick <laughs> yeah exactly if I was going to take someone I would take you I'd probably take both of you because you both look like know what you're doing yeah <laughs> I'm giving you a lot of credit here Jacob I can talk the talk mate I can't walk the walk <laughs> so alright and boys we'll do that for the next pod then um, I'll sort out an IQ test and then we'll get the scale up it'll just be a bit of fun won't it yeah a bit of fun so there's one more thing I'd like to talk about. Have you guys ever been interested in the stock market, I guess? I've been investing, boys. Have you guys ever looked at the stock market? Briefly. I didn't really understand a lot of it, so I gave up. Don't get it. A lot of squiggly lines. <laughs> <laughs> so Wolf of Wall Street, right? We've all seen that film. Yeah. Yeah. So he rips them off by doing penny stocks, right? So I'm actually investing in penny stocks but I'm not doing the Wolf of Wall Street penny stocks where I can like lose lots of money. So I, I use an app, Trading212. Like, by all means, we can take paid promotions, Trading212, if you hear <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> so I follow these couple of people on Twitter, and they just give out stock suggestions, right? Now, they've been quite good. Like You look at their trend through the year and like they've actually been pretty good. They tell you when to buy and they tell you when to sell sort of thing. But you can also go off and do your own due diligence and all this sort of stuff. I've invested in a company which is called Tariga Sciences. Okay. Now, I've invested £220 in Tariga Sciences and I've managed to buy X amount of shares at $0.07 cents a share. Their share price is currently at $0.12 cents a share and they're about to announce that their CBD gum, um, of course I invested in something that's CBD related. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd done my research, and I was like, I like the sound of this company. And they're announcing in January, well, this month, that they're going to release their stock into Walmart. And I've also seen today, actually on Twitter, that they've actually going to sell their product in China as well. So I'm expecting a boom around late January to February. So Anyone out there, go and do your own research. I'm not taking the responsibility, but just have a look at Tariga Sciences. T-A-U-G yeah. on the stock market. But yeah, no, it's really fun though. Um, I feel like, like I gamble a lot. So I'm a big gambler. I always have been, and I'll, I'll never be able to get rid of that part of me. I don't think I'm addicted to gambling, but I enjoy gambling. And like when you go like 20 quid on the slots, it's like you have no control over that 20 quid. 
Like you stick it in and you just press yeah. a button and you're just hoping that something drops. Whereas like with the stock market, all right, you can't control the stock market, but at least you can control your money to a certain aspect where it was like the other day I invested 50 quid in the company and I could see that it started to drop and like you have a quick whim around the internet and whatever and you can sort of see that like pretty much everyone's going to pull. So you're like, fuck it, I'll take the loss of 18 quid rather than 50 quid. Whereas if you stuck that 50 quid in the slot machine, like you can't, well, I guess you can withdraw the 50 quid but you put the 50 quid in to try and get the winnings don't you and that's pretty realistic if you stick yeah. 50 quid in the slot you're never going to pull 20 quid out after you spend 30 like it's never going to happen you're gonna oh the next 20 quid will get me the 50 quid back that i just put in sort of thing you know yeah. so yeah i just my brother just pitched it to me he was like well rather than sticking 20 quid in sky vegas stick it in the stocks so i'm doing it i'm doing it boys so in this time next year go for it mate yeah, we'll, we'll be millionaires you'll be wearing a suit while doing this podcast mate if we do this, I will get an office space where we will be socially distanced. So it'll be like play the games in the morning, talk about them in the afternoon, have a few <laughs> beers, you get your own personalized fridge. Skets can have state of the art editing software. Me and Cookie can just. Personal hairdresser. Personal hairdresser. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll buy Cookie an Xbox. Um, I need a doorstop. You can use it as a doorstop, mate. That's not a problem. That is not a problem. I'll buy you three, and you can use the other two as like book stops for your bookshelf. Bookends. Bookends, that's the one. Bookends. (laughs) But yeah, boys. He doesn't read, though. Cookie? Cookie doesn't read. No, I don't. Do you not? (laughs) No, no. I'm I'm pretty worried about this IQ test, in all fairness. (laughs) I can't remember what you said in the other episode, that you you read. Nuts. Zoo. No. Yeah. Look at the pictures. <laughs> well, they, they always have little quotes underneath by the woman, don't they? Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. After I'm looking at the... I say that so innocently. I, I have to say what I'll be careful what I say today, in all fairness. <laughs> I have a, it's just right there. That's fine. That's fine. But this will be the cleanest podcast in months. It's going to have to be for me. Yeah. <laughs> all right then, boys. Well, um, three bird roast cookie. Yes. We finally got an update on it. Now, uh, thank you, Lee Spicer. He sent the... Oh, he sent... I don't know. Did he send it to you lot as well? I know he sent it to the Facebook group, I think, didn't he? We, he just tagged us. Oh, he it. just tagged us. In. Yeah, no, finally we have an update on the free bird, four bird, how many birds you want roast. Now, um, I should have read it. I didn't. But I sort of got the idea of it because he sort of explained it to me on the phone. So we had a deep conversation while delivering our mail. On the free bird roast. So now, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now uh, it's more of a wrapping process, it would seem. So not where what I just suggested, where you got a big bird eating a medium eating a little bird. No, it's just literally they kill the bird, they slice them up, and they wrap them. So now that's how the process. It's, it's such a. It's really boring. But <laughs> now I know now how it is done. So I can sleep easy now. I was thinking about this because that. <laughs> That seems kind of obvious. Had you have you never wondered about like how they get the bear face ham? They they, they just like cut oh, the bear's face don't. up. Please do they? I don't how do they know. get the egg egg in the sausage? Do they like stick eggs up pigs? Look, these these <laughs> are many. <laughs> I was really hoping the three bird roast. It was going to like start off with like a pheasant that crawls into a duck's ass, and then the duck crawls yeah. into the chicken's ass. Exactly. You just kill it and then you cut it open and it's just magically turned into like 
a three bird roast. Would that actually work? If you were to do that quick enough without the stomach acids <laughs> breaking down the other bird, you could logically cook the chicken with the pheasant inside the duck inside the chicken. Well, and you would still get the same output. I think you probably would Surely. more if you were to shove them up the, the rear than the front. Because obviously, you know, there's, there's no stomach acids up the rear, is there? So if you were to put them all up the bum more... Then... <laughs> the bummer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, say think... I'll say it for you, Cookie. Listeners, this is quality watching how awkward this is for Cookie to, to, to deliver this. <laughs> I was having his daughter in the same room. <laughs> no, she's in, she's in the next room. Oh, is she? I know that... But I'm sure that she'll be listening. As soon as I say one bad word, I know she'll come down on me. <laughs> like a ton I'm of pretty worried. I'm pretty worried. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on what roast you've got. Hey. Um, I'm pretty worried about my review because, oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about reviews, boys, shall we, uh, shall we move on? Yeah. P- please yeah. do. All yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm going to take a pass on this week, boys. Uh, my bad. So let's go with Cookie. Should we should we get you done? Should, should we get it out of the way so your daughter can come in and slap you if needs be and get get the pain out of the way? Yeah, hang on. One second. Chloe, whatever you do, don't listen to me. <laughs> Good girl. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. Like, right. No advisory sticker. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the game that I play, well, that, that, that Skets give me, um, was is no good. <laughs> Up you get, boss. <laughs> no. Up you get, boss. No. I want to be Sultan instead of the Sultan. <laughs> Now, um, if you didn't, <laughs> if you didn't know, <laughs> it, it is shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! Right. Um. So if you didn't know, is no good. Uh, pronounced uh, is no good with a French accent. Apparently, it's a French comic series, and uh, it looks like there was a film as well. Um. I didn't get into the film. I didn't want to watch the film. I didn't want to know anything about this prick. In all fairness. <laughs> so this is the part where I usually wiki everything, don't I, for like developer year and all that lot. Right, my shock horror, there is actually not a wiki page for this game. <laughs> <laughs> right, now um it was like a massive duh, 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 flying in my head. So this sums up the game in one. Uh, if people can't be arsed to even <laughs> write about the game, it says a lot. Uh, you're trying to look now, ain't you, Skirts? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. There's is no good on a wiki page, but there's no PS1 is no good. Um, okay, yeah. So after a bit of hunting on the old Google, uh, I got to a search bar 1 billion. And um, managed to find, <laughs> yes, I managed to find some information about this pile of terror that I had to play. So um, the platform was the PlayStation 1, but also it was on DOS and Windows as well. Uh, it was developed by Microdes and released in 1998. So, um, and the game is also a 2D platformer. Now, you are a Grand Visor 
is no guard, is no good, sorry. I don't know what a visitor, visitor, what's that? V-I-Z-I-E-R, whatever that is. Vizier. Vizier. Yeah, what's that? I don't know what it is. A vizier. <laughs> it is. It's yeah, a vizier. Good accent, Jacob. Yeah, vizier. Well, it's all French, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Vizier is a high-ranking political advisor or minister oh, in the Muslim make, world. That makes sense, then, why he's a sultan in the game, then. Right. Oh, there you go, then. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> I should Google these things, really. But thank you. Um, <laughs> your, your aim is to depose the... What's that? C-A-L-I-P-H. What's that? Caliph? Caliph. Caliph of Baghdad. And you want to become Caliph yourself. I don't know. <laughs> this is a very challenging game for me, apparently. Just just reading about it, let alone playing it. Um, you must To do this, you must face many challenges and enemies in your path. So anyway, uh, with great reluctance, I turned the game on. <laughs> now, great the title- reluctance. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> now, the, the, the title screen itself um, it, it, it come up uh, with "Is no good, is no good" in the middle. Now, and in the background as well, and the music was just some little twat giggling. I don't know. It was it was really annoying. It was, and the uh, the title itself it looked like someone drew it on the NES. It looked shit. It was terrible. Um, I, I have to find it for you because it's really bad. Um, you have, you, then you have the options of many languages you like to play this game from. So you can do it from English to Dutch, whatever you want to do. And it made no difference. The game was still bad in whatever language you want to play it in. The only language they were missing was shit. <laughs> After this, you get a cutscene with some dude in yellow sleeping. And uh, Isnogard comes to, uh, walking along and then stands on him. And that was the cutscene. It, it made no sense to me. So I, I don't know if this has got to do with the film or the series or anything. I don't know. I don't know any of the people in this. And I didn't want to Google this either. <laughs> then we had the worst voice acting of probably all time. When um, some bloke goes, oh, time to get up, boss. And then is no good goes, and that really stupid thing. You know when someone dies and they go, no, like that, like, you know. Well, he did it, but he did it in a really shit French accent, and it sounded awful. <laughs> it sounded like what, Cookie? And then as the god wakes up, and then people are outside shouting in the palace going, I want to be Sultan! And then that was the cutscene, and I'm still no wiser to what was going on. <laughs> So, yeah, my, my next bit I wrote actually was, I'm guessing isn't a good, it's a sultan. <laughs> I wasn't sure at the time <laughs> until I Googled it. After this two minutes of wasting of my life with these cutscenes, uh, the game then says, would you like to start? So you've got to start our options menu now. I thought I had that when I had the bloody language select. So um, I've obviously clicked start, didn't want to. And um, the first level was the city, or I like to call it the shitty. It was so bad. Uh, so first impressions of this game was if you were to buy Aladdin from some dodgy bloke in a car boot cell, you would get this game. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> what it is. I love that metaphor. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, this game is a, a definitely a typical 2D platformer. You're running around jumping on people's heads. You have um, three lives. Was it four lives? I can't remember. Should I write that down? Yeah, a timer in the corner. 
And you have to collect coins as well. Actually, sorry, that before you start the level, you have like a coin meter at the beginning. It tells you how many coins you start off with because these coins are actually also your weapon as well. So um, you start with 60 coins. That's how many you've got through the level. You can collect a few more as you go along, but um, I don't think you're going to run out anyway. And um, if you make it past the first level, if you can be bothered to, congrats to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far on this level, there's been... People and snakes as my enemies. Uh, nothing challenging, really. Now, uh, let's talk about the graphics as well. Uh, do you remember the uh, the Panasonic 3DO? I don't know no. much about it. Well, it was dreadful. Uh, it was a bit of a car-crashed uh, console, really. Uh, it had, like, the worst Zelda of all time on there. I don't understand why Nintendo authorised this one. but um, Weren't they on the CDI? I'm sure it was the 3DO. It could have been a CDI now. I think there was two released on the CDI, and once they made them... Uh, Nintendo basically went, nah, so we don't want to... Oh, was it the CDR? I was thinking the we 3D... We don't want to was... acknowledge those Zelda games ever existed. You I can have, have them. no <laughs> fucking clue what you two are going on about right now. <laughs> uh, don't worry. They're shite games, including this one. So it's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm completely wrong then. I do apologise. Um, yeah, well, the, the I graphics I could be look... wrong. I don't know. Yeah, the graphics look like the 3DO or the CDI. It just... So considering what the games were out in 1998 by now, it just, it just looked terrible. <laughs> Now, the difficulty of this game was exactly challenging, really, because what you could do is just throw coins at a distance at all the enemies. Um, it just wasn't difficult. It was more pain in the ass, really. Um, like, at one point, I had to jump across on these flying carpets, and the flying carpets would disappear as I was about to jump onto them, and it was just, you could never really figure out the sequence. So that was just annoying as well. Now, let's talk about the music now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can only describe it as they employed a bunch of chimpanzees to play the piano and xylophone while singing at the same time. Because <laughs> that's what it sounded like. <laughs> it was kind of like... Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. It was like... Was it? it was an absolute mess. Brilliant. Um, every time I close my eyes at night now, I can hear it. And... <laughs> And I can't wait for the sweet release of death to stop hearing this freaking song now. <laughs> it's that bad. Eventually, I made it to the end of the level where this uh, big dude was standing. I was like, oh, no, this is going to be difficult. I might have a challenge now. Like, you know, he's a boss. Uh, about three coins later, I killed him. <laughs> and then I was like, great, first level done. And then, um, again, another batshit cutscene, which, you know, uh, it tells you how many coins that you've got at the end of the level. And then this bloke releases this lever and then crushes is no good with a big giant boulder. I was like, why? Why Why is any of this happening? And then that was it. But to my horror anyway, the, the prick survived. So level two, the ports. I started off with 60 coins. I was like, well, what was it? Yeah, I wish I wasn't at a port. I wish I was at a meat grinder factory with Isnogard's bloody head in it. I <laughs> <laughs> First thing from the level what screamed bloody horror was the music was exactly the same again. And I was like, oh no, it's going to be one of those games again, isn't it? So um, I went to YouTube quickly just to see further levels on. Actually, they did change the music as you go further on. So that was nice. And actually, the music was a little bit better. So I only played a little bit. I didn't want to carry on playing this game. There's just so much <laughs> I can only take. So this level was I was just jumping from boat cell to boat, boat, uh, boat cell to boat cell. And again, uh, not an issue. It wasn't really hard. 
And um, yeah, that was literally the two levels I did. It was only about an hour I played of this. Like, you know, I just, I just couldn't hack it. It was dreadful. <laughs> so after I stopped playing uh, for my own sanity, I watched some of it on YouTube. After this, you had like sort of like your generic lava levels thrown in with a cave level. Really, this is probably hands down the worst PS1 game ever made. <laughs> if I were to compare this game to an animal, now, I, <laughs> I would think it would be the blobfish, as they look, <laughs> taste, and probably smell like shit. <laughs> exactly what this game is. <laughs> so, um, well, one last thing, though, I thought was this game, um, I've never seen it around before. I mean, I wanted to check the rarity of it. I was like, never heard of it. So I went on eBay and had a look. Actually, you could pick up this game for about 30 quid. So I thought, no, I'm not buying it. And then, so then there was one last burning question, really, in the back of my head. Skets, how the fuck did you know this game? <laughs> it's just from when I worked. Worked in a, in a shop, in a game shop. And I think we just used to joke about the name is no good. It was actually no good. It, it really is no good. It really is no good. <laughs> sort of thing. Did someone actually part money and actually buy this game? I don't remember ever selling it, but it was a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Awful. Don't play it. I saw it. I just... <laughs> it wasn't the longest review in the world. I had... Literally, it summed up, actually... Well, I don't know. It didn't sum up. Because you know what? When I was playing this game, I was playing this bloody game, New Year's Day. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, oh, I'll start the new year, I'll review the game. I was like, this is a really shit start to the year. <laughs> start as you mean to go on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know. So, yeah, that's my review of it. I um, don't recommend playing it ever. This is probably <laughs> the worst game I've played, I think. Really? Yeah, it's that bad. That's brilliant. Brilliantly You're shit. welcome. Awesome. Brilliantly shit. Well, you do keep saying that you want to play bad games, which is one of the reasons why I had it written down for Oh, yeah, I, I played a bad game so the people out there don't have to. This is my mission in life. <laughs> yeah. You're definitely achieving that oh, mission. Oh, dear God. I'm sure Skets will help you get there as well. well now, yeah, I'm quite intrigued, though, about Skets' game because I, it was either Beavis or Butter or Waynesville was really shite, and I can't remember which one it is. I think it might have been Beavis and Butter was the shite one, but I'm sure he's going to have to tell us now anyway. <laughs> Yeah, because what was Beavis and Butthead on? Was that on Mega Drive? Yeah, I it think was, they both were, weren't they? Both, I, I, both on Mega Drive and Snares. I think I had Beavis and Butthead, because I used to really enjoy Beavis and Butthead. Like the TV series and the film, Beavis and Butthead to America. Brilliant. Ah, uh, yeah. Brilliant. Cornholio in my butthole. <laughs> I need TP for my bum hole. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was something like that. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, I need to show my new watch face if you can see it. I can't stretch my fucking arm around that way. Damn it. Let me, let me take it off. Take it off your wrist and the light morning. goes out now. Yeah. Oh, you, you can't see the camera. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Go on. Oh, you can't see it. It's bloody Colton from freaking... I thought it, I, it had Fresh a... Prince. Nice. Oh, this is doing the Colton dance. Yeah, you can't see it though. Damn it, it's too bright. But <laughs> I saw it this morning. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I must have that. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, this, uh, this one was awful, Cookie. It was this one. I've just, I've just, just done a quick word count. I've written a lot about it somehow, and I, I could have carried on writing. Just in a quick word count, nine hundred and forty-seven words I've written about this bloody game. Jesus, <laughs> shit the bed. I, I could have carried on. I was writing it last night, and I must have been writing for about two hours. And I said to Kelly, it was like it was like 
half past one at this point. No, maybe about one o'clock at this point. And I said, I said to her, there's so much to write about. So if I ca- if I carried on going, I'd probably write him for another hour at least. I said, but I'm I'm just going to read a bit from the manual instead, <laughs> instead of just writing. <laughs> Cookie, do you ever get the feeling that like, Skets probably writes for a longer time period than what we actually play our games for? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Christ. Shall I get into it? Go for it, it, mate. Right, yes, so, episode 20, Wayne's World. It's Wayne's World! Wayne's World! Party time! It was it was released in 1993, developed by Grey Matter for the Mega Drive and SNES. These two were basically the same game. I looked at both of them. I think the SNES version was a lot closer. The, the, I suppose the field of view had less was was smaller. So before before actually playing any of them, I did have a quick look on YouTube to try and refresh my memory, and it looked awful. It, I confirmed what I thought it looked like. So when I came to actually playing it, I decided to see if there were any other Wayne's World games that I could play instead of these bastards. <laughs> it was it was also released on the NES and the Game Boy, but those two looked far, far worse than these two. Well, this one, I suppose, for the two consoles. So I decided to stick to the Mega Drive version. So this game was both truly magnificent and an absolute pile of steaming shit. (laughs) 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 I I better ask, I suppose, before we start. You've both probably seen Wayne's World, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, both like it. Yeah, it feels great. It was a fucking amazing film, wasn't it? Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, they both were. Uh, It starts off with the Wayne's World show, um, including the theme music. So it goes, Wayne's World, Wayne's World. Party time. Excellent. Um, and it does like extreme close-ups of them both. Like, yeah, I'm sure you remember it. When the, the camera just zooms in, they go, whoa! <laughs> and then Garth goes, whoa! <laughs> that was quite cool. And there was a lot of other references. Obviously, it was from the film. They probably knew people loved the film, so they probably wanted to get as much from the film into the game as, as possible. They had uh, things like Garth's not joke. Do you remember that? No. no. I can't remember what the joke is. Um, but he says something and then he goes, Nad. Kind of like Borat sort of thing. But I'm, I'm sure there's this, there's a couple of times when Garth, maybe he doesn't get it to start. I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember in the film. But anyway, uh, they talk about Noah's Arcade. I can't remember much about that in the film. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I can't remember out. much about the film, if I'm honest. It's something I'd have no. to rewatch. But yeah, it's yeah. been a very long incredible. time. Yeah. Yeah. So um so it starts off, it shows Wayne and Garth, they're both sat on the couch doing a top ten of worst games they played at Noah's arcade at the weekend. When they get to number one, 
It is Xantar, the gelatinous cube. <laughs> uh, and they announced that they were pulled into the video game by an unknown force. And then they do the wavy thing, like, you must remember that bit. Yeah, I remember that bit. When they're doing the different endings at the end. It was like, now for the Scooby-Doo ending. Wayne Wayne was stood there in the music store, and Garth has gone. So you don't actually get to play as Garth in this. You play as Wayne. He's got a massive head and a guitar. I know exactly what you're thinking right now. Yes, Garth is a babe and definitely worthy of the princess title. So I'll allow this one. It's your typical, the princess is in another gelatinous cube. Kind of game. <laughs> ah, brilliant. I wonder where you was going with that yeah. for a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you start the game as Wayne. You're inside, I think it was called Kramer Kramer's Music Store. It's where he, I'm sure it's where he sees the guitar and he's like, it will be mine. Oh yes, it will be mine. You remember that bit as well? No? Forget- oh, okay, all right. Oh. No, this right. is going to be difficult. Okay. Oh, okay. Shit. <laughs> there's plenty of references to the film. Uh, there's a no, a no Stairway to Heaven sign in the background. I'm not going to ask you if you don't remember that. Wayne says, excellent, as you start, as you start the game. Um, he says, swing, or excellent, when you pick up power-ups or, or health. The health... Actually, I never actually got, got around to writing this down, but uh, it's a little sort of thumbs up, I think. And it's called Worthiness. Uh, and when you lose all of your health, he drops to his knees and says, we're not worthy, we're not worthy, because he's got no worthiness left. I, I, oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's very awesome <laughs> and awful. But, uh, yeah. The platforms are amps, and you have a guitar, and the, the guitar is your weapon. So, like, you strum, and it sends out, like, an audio wave. Right. You want to have any guesses at what kind of enemies you'd come across Cubes. in this? No. Well, they're the end bosses. <laughs> Music-related enemies. Yeah, so like you, because you're in a music store. Records. No, there weren't any records. Oh. Music notes. No. Speakers. So it, it is, um, no, it's saxophone. music instruments. No. <laughs> Triangles. There is, Xylophone. There is a saxophone. Ah. Okay. So the first thing I encountered Violin. was some bagpipes. Do you want us to stop guessing now? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I encountered was some bagpipes. Okay. That was our that next guess, actually. Yeah. yeah, I was happy to put, put an end to some bagpipes. I'm not a fan of bagpipes. <laughs> the second enemy was brass <laughs> instruments. And Ooh. I... Yeah, no, I hate brass instruments. I was more than happy to put an end to brass instruments. Where's this hatred for brass instruments come from? Well, I've got that written down here. Give me a second. So okay. it was like a snare drum for a body, and then there was a trombone and trumpet for the head. And it, it attacked with, like, crashing two cymbals together uh, in, in front of it. it never. I don't think I ever actually got hit by any of these enemies. But, I mean, like I said, I, I was more than happy to put an end to brass instruments. Brass ruins any and every music, doesn't it? If we're honest. <laughs> Shot, shots fired <laughs> shots fired indeed with the exception obviously of Lesson Jake and Real Big Fish but every other song that you know p- punk rock or ska, uh, ska punk I, I've heard some ska punk bands who you know, ska pretty much means brass doesn't it but I've heard bands that are that kind of music and they sound pretty good until the brass starts going and it just ruins it it just absolutely ruins it. So blues music. Blues is not. 
brass. Jazz. Jazz, jazz. is awful. Jazz. Nobody likes jazz. jazz. No. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Crashing but- around. There's Chloe trying to grab something. (laughs) Trying to be quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Be as loud as you want, Chloe. You go for it. Yeah. You right, sweetheart? Okay. All right, you go take all your stuff then. That's it. You got it all? Jazz. That's what I was trying to think of. I always get blues and jazz mixed up. I don't know why. Yeah. Fuck jazz. What's wrong with jazz? Fuck jazz. That's what I'm saying. Nobody likes... It's just irritating. See, I, I wouldn't mind going to one of those jazz bars in America, though, you know, like where you go yeah. and sit down, you have a whiskey and the atmosphere's set and you got yeah. some guy up on stage just blasting out some cool jazz. Maybe I'm thinking more blues. I think I might Ooh, be Epic thinking Epic sax guy, that's the other exception. Sorry. The big sax guy. <laughs> <laughs> epic sax guy. Oh, epic sax guy, yeah. But yeah, no... So I think I think no. we've made it quite clear on this podcast today then that Skets really loves jazz. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck off, jazz. Right. Um, that, yeah, there were other enemies. Uh, I'm going to go through them later. I, I wrote at the end about going through the manual, but and it, it says what all the enemies are. So I'll go through them later. But what I've got written, there's one that shoots like a rocket. And I think it's a bow from a stringed instrument. But it shoots it from off screen, so you never actually see. It's apparently a cello that shoots okay. a bow at you, and it's got like it's, it's kazoos, kazoos. flying her, like her, like there's a few of them. Like I don't want to say herds of kazoos, but they're not herds. <laughs> but they're not actual animals, so there is no word for that. So let's say herds of kazoos flying around in the air. You can't fucking see them until you're right next to them, and they fucking hurt you. They were annoying. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't even manage to get past the first level of this game. It was massive and a complete maze. I attempted it four times, uh, and that's four continues. Right. And you get six lives per go, I, I guess. I don't know what to call it. So that's at least 24. You do pick up other lives. So it was probably close to 30 lives I spent trying to get through this fucking level. And I couldn't do it. I really couldn't do it. You can get hit five times per life. I just want to put that in there because it's not like you get touched once and you're dead. That would make sense why it would why it would take 30 lives. But no, you do you do have to get quite a lot of worthiness hey, per life. Hey. But um, and, and most of the time I picked up two to three extra health throughout the level. And I still couldn't fucking do it. The last set of lives I used on it, I really tried to focus. I was like, right, I need to fucking do this. I want to get through this level. Try, uh, I tried, really tried to memorize where every single fucking enemy was, and I fucking couldn't do it still. <laughs> it was so hard. One of the most frustrating parts was uh, like a drum jump, jumping bit, like drums around the stage, and you jump on them to bounce you higher. Now, I'm sure you've seen those types yeah. of parts of the levels. But it was mainly this bit where the kazoo- kazoos started showing up, and like you couldn't fucking see them while you were jumping on these drums. And that, and, and usually by the time I got through that bit, I'd lost like two to three bits of worthiness. I'm going to keep saying worthiness. I, I've got health written down because I didn't realize that to start with, but yeah, <laughs> worthiness. That's all. <laughs> awesome. just sounds like much that. cooler. Yeah. And yeah, that bit just sapped my health completely. And then I swiftly died not long after because I hadn't had time to learn the last part of the level. 
And uh, it turned out I only got to about halfway through the level in, in all the lives I fucking used. So for the first time in a while, I thought I will look on YouTube. And, and this person, it wasn't a speed run, but they pretty much knew what they were doing. And it still took them 10 minutes to get through this the first level. That is nuts. Yeah, it would have taken... I, I, I was going to look up a speed run of it to see how quick somebody Just can imagine, do the first though, man, level. back in the day, like every time you wanted to play this game, you would have had to endure this every time you put that cartridge in the Mega Drive. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's what people forget or don't realise with these games that we play, like the forgotten ones, is that every time you had to go play these back in the day, like pre-PlayStation 1, Cookie will probably pull me up on a couple here, but pretty much pre-PlayStation 1, there was no real safe facility. So it's like every time you went to go and play a game, you had to play every time from scratch. And I always remember about the Lion King game. I think I said this like back in episode 3 or 4 or something. Lion King was one of the hardest games I ever played on the Mega Drive. It's like you get so far and you just die. And then you like all the way back to zip one. And it's like... Yeah. Lion King's very deceiving though, actually, because the first level itself is actually not too bad. And then you get to the second level with the monkeys yeah, where you got spinning around. Yeah. And that is just a massive kick in the go. Because then you go on to the ostrich and you're fucked. But yeah, oh, sorry. It's yeah. sort of a sidetrack off of Wayne's World. No, it's it, fine. But it just sort of like triggered that that thought of like fuck that like if you ever wanted to play this like back in the 90s you would have to endure that like pain of having to go through stage one on wayne's world again and yeah it's amazing isn't it that like back in the day that we wouldn't have had an issue doing that just pick it up every time and just like, as long as you enjoyed the game it's kind of, yeah i'm gonna give it another bash you're gonna give it another bash because saving wasn't a facility that we were aware of back then no <laughs> no and that's that's one thing that frustrated me with this like having to start at the beginning of that level and like you couldn't like, i didn't, didn't get through the first level like you, you do eventually learn like where all the enemies are and and stuff. So you could zip through each level in, a, in like a minute or so for a lot of games. But this one, you probably couldn't. Like, each time you play it, it was going to take ages to get through this first level. So, Sketch, you don't cheat in RetroArch then? No. Oh, I do. <laughs> Save state index. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I probably should have done that. I Load state have index. Done that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is almighty now? <laughs> I can save on the Mega Drive. <laughs> Fuck you, Sega. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. a rarity back in the day, though, it was. There was only a few games that really had it. Because most of the time it was just passwords, wasn't it, really? Yeah, but I remember only right. a couple of games having it. Yeah. Do you know what the first game to have saved uh, a save on the cartridge? Fuck I don't know, because I, I would have thought something like Final Fantasy would have had it, because there are massive games back on the NES. Yeah. What was the first console to introduce the ability to be able to save on the cartridge? I assume it was the NES. I would have said NES as well. Yeah. 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 Look at that. We've actually answered a question that like is actually like, quite <laughs> logical about retro gaming. <laughs> well, what they did, I think, I think they put a battery inside the cartridge to be able to save it. Yeah. Like it. it yeah. And the first one to have it was Zelda. Oh uh, yeah. Wow, fuck a duck. Yeah. Like. The game I got there, I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. I didn't realise that. Yeah. I didn't He's 35 that. years today as he's older. Well, not today, but this year. Is that? Yeah. Because Mario was 35 last year. Feeling a bit old now. <laughs> yeah. I'm as old as Zelda. Yeah. 
I'm yeah. older than Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> you popped out your mum's vagina before we did. There's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> Damn my dad. <laughs> damn. Yes, damn Cookie's dad. <laughs> Uh, right, sorry, Skets, we took you on a bit of a sidetrack there, didn't we? <laughs> That's fine. We haven't done that for a little while, actually. I think we we, we did it a lot. Well, when you were away, me and Cookie did it a lot. <laughs> oh, we did that <laughs> during the yeah. game. We would just get sidetracked <laughs> you know, on several different subjects each time. <laughs> but yeah, so like I was saying, for the first time in a while, I looked at YouTube to to work out this, and I also downloaded the manual to check what the power power ups were because. I knew there was a little like amp like looking power up that I kept picking up, but I didn't know exactly what it did. Uh, so I thought I'd check, and that, that there were different other different power ups you can pick up in each levels. I'll go through them at the end when I go through the um, the manual. Uh, there, there were F's and A's that I kept picking up, and out of the whole time I was playing it, and after watching YouTube. I didn't know what the fuck they did. Did you just say F's and A's, as in letters? Yes. Yeah. F's and A's. Yeah, just like a little square with an F in, and then a little square with an A in. And I could not work out for the life of me what they were. So I will go through this one now, actually. According to the manual, they made you play at, like, three times the speed for F's and two times the speed for A's. So it just means your projectiles would shoot a bit quicker. Okay. I don't really know how I didn't work that out. But yeah, apparently they do. So um, there's only four levels altogether. Sounds like there should have only been three, to be fair. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, the first one was a music shop. Uh, the second one was Stan Makita's Donut Shop. I don't remember that from the film. Number three was the Gasworks, which I think was was the club they went to. Because you got like things like darts, dart boards and stuff in that level. Um, so it, it looks like a pub sort of thing. Can't remember it. Um, and the fourth one was... This film. No. I think that's, yeah, where, where they see Cassandra for the first time, where they see her on stage. <laughs> I feel like we're massively letting you down here, Skets, by playing a game that like we all would have watched, yet we can't remember fuck all about the movie. Yeah. It's like you were trying your hardest to reference shit in this game and get me and Cookie to buy into it, but it's just not happening. I'm still trying to remember the first rule of Fight Club half the time, let alone this film. <laughs> <laughs> all right, homework for next week. Watch Wayne's World and Wayne's World 2. Done. I'm, I'm, Done. I'm, I'm, I'm in like movie mode at the moment, so yeah, I can do that. Cool. Yeah, the fourth one was Suburbia, which is Wayne's old neighborhood, apparent, neighborhood, apparently. So I know the first level is definitely split into two. So there was a, there was actually two levels in the music shop. I don't know about the other levels, but I'm pretty like it took them on YouTube ten minutes to do the second part of it as well. So I, I would have got fed up. If even if I got to the second level, I would have got fed up with it. <laughs> but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not sure about the others. After the second part of the music level, it shows a really, really bad MIDI version of Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> if you don't see anything other than anything else of this game, look up Bohemian Rhapsody on it, and it is terrible. It shows them in the car. Oh my god, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch much more on YouTube. Like I said, there seems to be a lot to this game, even though it was awful. It was, it was well known that it was awful. Nobody actually gave it good reviews at the time. There was a lot to it, so it seems like there's a lot to talk about. 
It sounds quite nostalgic, though. I reckon that's probably how you manage to talk a lot about this game, because it's quite nostalgic, isn't it? The fact that it's a film that I think everybody probably loved back in the day, especially if you've grown up down the path of music, variety of choice that that we listen to as well. The film probably feels a bit more relevant as well, a bit like Detroit Rock City, Bill and Ted, like that sort of... Because it was that sort of era, wasn't it, where it came out, I guess. Yeah. As well. But yeah, so... Yeah, it's got some True. nostalgic value, mate. Yeah. I did, I did skip to the end. The gelatinous cube is obviously the end boss. Uh, it's this little well, massive purple cube that has Garth inside it. <laughs> <laughs> there was lots and lots more references between stages, but I was writing about this, like I said earlier, I was writing about the game for about two hours. I wasn't going to go through every little bit between stages and write down each reference. It would have been quite cool, but... I couldn't be bothered. I'd have had enough of this game at this point. <laughs> if you were to compare this game to an animal, what would it be? To an animal? Mm. I don't know. See, I was thinking, I didn't write it in my notes. When you were doing your game, I was thinking, oh, if I was to do this through a part of body, what would I do? <laughs> I didn't think oh, about okay. animal. You're changing it up every fucking week. Well, you know, you've got to, got to keep it up for the listeners, haven't you? You've got to mix it up a bit. Yeah. So so if if, if I... um. If I was to name this out for after a part of the body, it would either be the palm or the the thumb and index finger. Is that the index finger? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the palm or, or those two. Explain your reasoning. Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, well, because of the palm. <laughs> the palm because of palm mutes and uh, those two because of pinch, pinching yeah. harmonics. So it is music related. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Guita- specifically, guitar music related. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fucking brilliant. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is the part. Like I said, there was a lot in this game. Like you said, because of the nostalgia, I thought I'll read from the manual all the things that you'll expect to find in each stage because each stage had different enemies, completely different enemies. You know, they weren't. Weren't the same ones just pasted into different levels, which you get on a lot of games. Um, You you had different power-ups in each level as well, that sort of thing. So I thought there might be people out there who will benefit from hearing what these things were. So I will read from the manual. I just got to find it again. I didn't bloody get out. Right, so I found the, um, the manual again. I had to search for it again. It wasn't in my downloads. But, um, so I'll run through them really quickly, just because, like I said, it, it might be some nice nostalgia for people who, who did play this at the time. So the um, items you find in each level, uh, you get the worthiness item, which is your health, uh, a swing item. Um, swing! You must remember. Yeah, see, I thought you must remember that. It just <laughs> destroys everything swing. around you. And heart items, which give you an extra life. Uh, the A and F was axe guitar, and F is... PCB guitar. I don't know why it's F. <laughs> the power-ups you find in level 1 are the amp power-up, uh, which makes you produce larger chords, and the distortion power-up, which makes the chords wobble as they go. Uh, the mega amp power-up in level 2, uh, which makes them massive. Uh, a chorus power-up, uh, which plays three chords at once. And level 3 uh, was just a homer power-up. Uh, just homes on enemies. Oh, 
<laughs> I thought you meant as in Simpsons. Yeah, that's what I thought then. <laughs> yeah, the Homer. <laughs> Enemies you'll find in level one are the accordion, the bagpipe, the band monster, uh, which I think is the brass bastard, the cello archer, the clarinet missiles, drums, falling guitars, kazoos, sax mortar, uh, trombone grabber, and wires, basically electric wires. If you touch them, you're dead. Uh, level two, you'll come across coffee cups, creamers, cruller. Roll out the cruller. I have no idea what that is. Oh. A donut monster, nice. a donut whirlwind, falling sugar cubes, grease, grease donut monster, and steam blaster. Nice. Quite the collective. Yeah. Like, it's, it's interesting that they had all these different enemies for different stages. A lot of effort went into this game. Yeah. I'm worried about the creamers I have. Creamers. <laughs> that don't sound good. Uh, <laughs> Y'all just got cream. Showing! Got creamed in the eye, yo. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, level three in the gas works. Uh, you got bar stools, beetles, uh, the bouncers, darts, disco balls, gas jets, uh, a headbanger. Heavy Metal Head, uh, Psycho Hose Beast, no idea, Rock and Roll Boot, and Yellow Sub. <laughs> Next to the Yellow <laughs> Sub it says, Fires Homing Torpedoes, John is the father, Paul is the mother, Ringo is the child. But Beatles. I digress. Like Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the Beatles pun. Very good. Um, and on the fourth level you come across ducks, garbage cans, Lawn sprinklers, mailboxes, suck cut guy. I have no idea what that's referenced to. And wires again. And a three bird roast. And, uh, that's it for that one. Um, but yeah, this has been a long one for, a sh- for such a shit game. <laughs> all in all, I would say don't go and play this game. Don't go and play <laughs> any of the Wayne's World games. They're awful. If you have some spare time, go and watch the film. <laughs> that's, that's fair. <laughs> some very wise words there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, brilliant. Well, thank you very much, boys. Some, uh, right. <laughs> some awesome talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had such a good time. It sounded like it. It sounded like <laughs> it. Well, boys, thank you ever so much for, for the two uh, the two games there. Um, lessons learned, I think, is we won't be bothered. <laughs> don't play any uh, moving forwards. Not any games, those two. I mean, <laughs> don't play either. Don't play either. So now we move on to the part of the... Uh, go on. Should have taken your tactic. What, I just not played them at all? <laughs> yeah. No, played the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, brilliant. <laughs> That's right. Oh, you said Final Fantasy VII, though, four. <laughs> 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 I like it. Just actually play a game you want to play. <laughs> so, let's move on to the part of the show that we like to call question time. So, looking through, we have a uh, quite a few questions this week, boys, from two people. So, I'll start off with question one. Always a good place to start, isn't it? Michaela Fitzgerald, <laughs> if you could have any ability or power from a game, what would it be? Discuss. Mm. Right now, I wish I had the ability of power. I don't know if there is a game that does it, but Talk Dog. That would be quite helpful. Yeah. <laughs> talk Animal. Uh, what ability or power from a game character, what would it be? I think it 
it would have to be something to do with time travel or time reverse time rewinding like we were talking last week about the um cookie your favorite game on the ps4 life is strange oh yes yeah yeah she can rewind time i think it's up to 30 seconds but yeah that would be cool um, That'd be pretty. Smart. Probably that bloke from um, was it? It's like infamous, whatever. He had all those abilities, didn't he? he had, like you can fly, you can smash it. <laughs> I've yeah. always powers at once. Oh, your door's opening up again by itself. <laughs> it's a fucking dog. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Ed, Eddie stepped over his gate earlier. Legend. When, when Kelly came down, like he gets all excited. Whoever goes down second, he gets all excited for. The first person, he doesn't really care about. <laughs> Whoever comes down second. Um, and she, you know, she said hello to him and started to walk away. So we just stepped over his stair gate that we've got in uh, in front of his room. Um, no effort, no effort. He didn't have to jump, just stepped. <laughs> it's time to double up. <laughs> yeah, well, we got another one, but I didn't have it. Yeah. <laughs> didn't have it closed. Uh, I'm struggling with this one. Having a bit of your power. But yeah, I, I don't know. There's got to be a, a power out there or a game that I've played where someone's had invisibility. I think invisibility would be pretty cool. I would love to yeah. have that the most. I think invisibility would be pretty awesome. It's a man's choice, isn't it? <laughs> it's a man's choice. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I can go behind the bar and pour myself a pint. That's what you mean, isn't it, Cookie? Right. Yeah, of course, mate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was your train of thought there, mate. all right we'll move on to the next question uh michaela fitzgerald again so what will you do with the pod when you've run out of forgotten games (laughs) there will never be yeah i don't think that's gonna run out there's there's so many games out there that we haven't played that are awful good we just learn how to speed run them or we start a start an esports team (laughs) <laughs> we have started that, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Some speedrunners. Or... <laughs> what was the other one? Oh, I've forgotten now. We've done something. We've done... Casters. Yeah. What was it? So it's eSports team. Yeah. Speedrunning. Speedrunning. No. Casters. Right. What's casters? It's like when you talk about esports, like yeah, the commentators. Ah, oh, right. I was thinking casters is the things that your mum used to put underneath the sofa to stop marks on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke about this a couple of episodes ago, didn't we? And we couldn't remember what else we had going. Yeah. And one of them, I think it came about because well, I, I we're th- not I think very good I, at I, reviewing. I'd use the term <laughs> loosely going. If... <laughs> it's, it's got to start before it goes somewhere. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think we've uh, stipulated there, Michaela, that I don't think we're ever going to run out of games. And in all honesty, I could probably in two years' time replay the games that I've forgotten that I've already played. So they'd always be forgotten to me because my memory's that bad. So <laughs> it'd be never-ending. So we move on to Lee Spicer. What game film has been the best when turned into a game stroke film? Or if not been done yet, what would you like to see? I think... I, I, we had this like back in episode like three, four, five, six, or seven, eight. Whenever I started doing the pod with Skets, I'm pretty sure me and Skets talked about this. That was episode one. Was it in episode one? Was it? Oh, I don't know. We start when we started. It was episode one. Well, yeah, I know that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you ass. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think we've talked about this before. But we obviously haven't had Cookie around back then. 
Hey, dude. So, yeah, so what oh, game yeah. film has been the best? We have. Well, Goldeneye sticks out for me like a sore thumb. Like, Goldeneye was an incredible game. I would like them to do the back of a Zelda film. as a film. I like That's, that. Yeah, I love them to show. do that. That would be great. I mean, I know they're on about doing, was it Metal Gear Solid now, aren't they? I mean, they're doing, um, yeah. really upsettingly, they're doing the freaking Uncharted, don't they, with Tom Holland playing Nathan Drake, which as Lee yeah. Spice was looking forward to. I am not. Tom Holland, that's the Spider Man, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what the Uncharted games are even about. Uncharted territory, yeah, I suppose. Pretty much, yeah. You summed it up. You completed it, mate. Nailed it. Completed, completed it, mate. 100%ed <laughs> that shit, yo. Um, yeah, anything else? Um, yeah, so what? So, some I thought about was um, I really enjoyed the Casper game. So, yeah, I, I didn't know which way he meant because he had game slash film. Did he mean games that came from films or film films that came from games? I, I think either, so I, either either way, to be honest. By the yeah, I, I, wrote, I, I wrote a few down. So, yeah, I really enjoyed Casper. Cookie, what did you think of Advent Children? The film? Brilliant. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it, it was, went down too why, well with a lot quite of people. Frankly, it was kind of one of those films where it was just like, if you don't know the game, then screw you lot. This is one for the fans, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was one of the best films I've seen. Yeah, cool. Another one, it, it didn't come from a film, it was a TV show. Did either of you watch Reboot? No. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't watch it. <laughs> we keep ruining your films today, don't we? <laughs> you do. Um, I didn't watch it that much, but I played the game, and the game was absolutely amazing. I never completed it, but yeah, the game was good. But my, my final answer here has got to be The Warriors. That was an incredible game. I played the game before I saw the film. And yeah, that was they're on about rebooting game. the game again. I actually saw it about two days ago. Yeah, they're on about maybe a remaster, but it's just a maybe at the moment. Yeah, they'll probably ruin it. I don't think they'll get it as good as a PS2 the first one. It? I yeah. think so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was that was my final answer. Wicked. Okay, another one from Mister Spicer. Um, have you ever used a VR headset to watch VR porn? And if so, did it get messy? No, but potentially yes. <laughs> Doing it right now as we speak. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I I don't own a VR headset. Jacob, do you own a VR headset? No, I've only ever used VR once. I thought it was incredible, um, and that was actually yeah. on the PlayStation Four. Is it the PlayStation Four that's got VR? Yeah, it has indeed. Yeah. yeah, no, I thought it was incredible. Um, can't remember what game I played. It was some scary game, but yeah, it was pretty. Oh, and a carnival game as well. I can't remember what they were yeah. called to be honest. But I thought VR was. Awesome, but no, I've never ventured into the world of VR porn. Cookie? Oh, all the time, mate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing well, he's, he's, laugh, he's laughing like he's joking. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um it's, it's a game changer. Is it? I'll leave it at that. Winner. Moving on. Awesome. Lee Spicer. <laughs> what has been the hardest game you've ever completed? I was thinking about this earlier. Oh, shit. It's difficult. I think we've got to go back to the old games, like you were saying earlier, that you can't save. Because uh, I I'm, I definitely completed Sonic 2. And it, it wasn't necessarily a hard game, but it wasn't easy. I completed that. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, you have to play it in one go. Dynamite Heady was pretty damn hard. Yeah, it was. Was. yeah, I completed that. You see, I think, like, for me, it probably wasn't the hardest game, but 
I know that's the, the question, but it was hard. But the most amount of time invested would have to be like GTA San Andreas or GTA 3 for me. Like it was just that sense of accomplishment once you've completed that game because the game was so big for its time, you know, or like for the sort of games I play. So I guess at that point when that was out, you guys were playing your RPG games and your Final Fantasies and stuff, which I, I endeavor, I guess are a lot bigger than what GTA was. But for me, like the size of that game, it was like you actually had to put time and effort into it and... Yeah, so for me, it's like GTA 3, GTA San Andreas, stuff like the GTA games. Yeah, I actually completed San Andreas. I was with you when you completed San Andreas. Were you? Remember that? See, that's something I remember and you don't. Woohoo! Awesome. <laughs> it was a helicopter at the end, wasn't it? And you had it on the same. I completed uh, yeah. GTA 3. Yeah, I've done that one. I love that one. It's my favorite of all time. Yeah, it's quality. So good. But yeah. Awesome. Uh, have we got any more questions? No, we don't. So then, boys, we move on to to what we're doing next episode. So, Oh, shit, what are we doing? Well, I don't know what the plan is, but I can obviously actually try and play my game for the next next, uh, recording. (laughs) So uh, I'll quite happily stick with Gunstar Heroes on the Mega Drive. Um, Well, why don't you pick for us then, Jacob? I was going to fucking say that. (laughs) Uh, But... Uh, video game random random randomizer, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Okie dokie. See, had I been more prepared, I could have done something like this. As you're still playing my game, I could pick this week's as well because I have a list of stuff. And as you got a load that you want to play, me? and no, no, cookie. you oh, pick cook. again, mate. I don't mind. I will pick again then. I'll try and I pick you do... a good one. I want to do Valentine's Day. It's the day I want to do. I okay. want to do a theme for. I want to do a theme <laughs> for that fucker. Cool, cool. So, what have I got here? One that I have always wanted to play. I never played it at the time. Is Turok. Oh, dinosaur hunter. And Cookie, I've got. I've got one for you. Uh, I think you should play Moonwalker. <laughs> oh, that is a massive coincidence. I'm gonna have to change one of my bastard questions now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I've got other stuff here. Um, uh, do you want, are you happy to play Moonwalker? Can you keep the question the in, Cookie, because that's just lows for the quiz, isn't it? The I'm happy. Skets has yeah. actually managed to pick a game that's yeah, related that to is... your quiz that you're going to be doing later, which is going to be aired in a week's time, in between the casting of this episode. It happened last episode when Cookie said Sephiroth twice in the episode. And you both got it right, didn't you? Yeah. Of that. <laughs> no, we didn't get it right, actually, because we no. couldn't remember the name of the fucking thing, even though we talked about it in the episode. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, then, boys. So you got your two games, yeah? So, Sketch, you're going to be playing Torok, and yep. Cookie is going to be playing that one you just said. I've already forgotten it. And you know what platforms you're playing <laughs> it on? Uh, Moonwalk was Mega Drive. Torok was N64. There we go. Oh, thank you. I could remember. I'll obviously actually try and play Gunstar Heroes this time on the Mega Drive. Cool. All right, and boys, so as we got our games for the next episode, um, I'll pass over to to Skets to to take us on the outro. It's all you, bro. Awesome. Uh, Well, thank you all for your support. It really does mean a lot to us. We have such an amazing time doing this, and we hope that you guys have an equally great time listening. If you want to reach out to us with any feedback, corrections, questions or any other reason, you can do by emailing us at contact at menpodcastingbadly.co.uk. 
You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just search for Men Podcasting Badly and you should be able to find us. We also need to say a massive thank you to some of the people who helped us get up and running at the beginning. Shane, Pixel Zero, he can help you with all sorts of technical and back-end stuff. You can find him over on Fiverr and Facebook. Matt at Retro Heroes, if you're looking to buy or sell all sorts of retro gaming gear, he's your man. Check him out on Facebook and eBay. Faye Frost, she very kindly did all of our absolutely amazing artwork. You can check out more of her stuff on Facebook, Instagram or even request some commission work for yourself. And the other Matt over at Synthetic 3D. They create 3D miniatures and terrain for games like D&D. They've got hundreds to choose from and some of them are absolutely amazing. Seriously, check them out. It'll be be worth it. You can do that on their website or Facebook. As always, all of the information there, including ours, will be up in the show notes. And again, a massive thank you to all of you for listening and joining us on this journey. If you enjoy what we do, the best thing you can do to help us reach more ears is just to tell your friends about us. But also if your podcast platform of choice offers a review service, then all reviews are very welcome. Please stay safe out there. We have been men podcasting badly. I haven't got anything. <laughs> 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 haven't got anything, Jacobs? <laughs> um, no. What uh, was the creamers again? What was the... And we spoil Skets films. <laughs> That'll do. As we do. Should I do it again? Oh, no. Okay. We have been men podcasting badly. And we spoil Skets films. Game over. <laughs>